0: Welcome to the Accepted Authority, where we help you overcome a common growth challenge in consulting. With me, as always, is Greg Roweth. G'day, Greg. How are you? Yeah, good. Andy, good to be here. Absolutely, and uh, great to have you listening or watching. Now, today's topic: we're going to talk about how to explain what we do in a more meaningful way. Uh, differentiation is always a challenge in consulting, and what we wanted to do is touch on the ways that that we see how, you know, how do we communicate different our differentiation, our value, but also what, what are the trends at the moment in terms of different social media channels and in terms of some ways that you can conceptualize and better articulate what you do in a ways that connects. We've got some great stories to share around that. So uh, Greg, tell me a little bit about your yeah, differentiation and why is it such a challenge and, and what have you learned along the way, in terms of actually being able to do that a bit better,
1: yeah. Um, well, yeah, it's a very common challenge for professionals, consultants. Um, you know, often because of our um, you know, history, I guess, where we've you know defined our roles by our title. You know, we're a consultant. You know, someone asks us in a networking meeting, "You know, what do you do?" Well, yeah, you know, I'm a consultant. Um, but you know, that goes nowhere. You know, and then on our websites you know we tend to say we're we're consultants we provide these services but that's just the same as every other competitor has on their website so yeah. you know we we don't differentiate ourselves in any particular way and you know when we do that so really the the key to differentiating ourselves is to be able to explain what we do in a way that is relevant first of all mm-hmm. to our ideal clients and uh is able to connect with them so that they can trust our message and ultimately understand the value we provide to them. So being able to articulate that in a concise way is um, really important to get our message across. So and you know, a lot of con- consultants struggle to do that because they haven't really gone through the process of pinning it down and being able to describe it that way. But I, I think it's really more important even these days with social media um, to be able to articulate our our message and our value proposition very clearly and quickly. Um, And, you know, that's an area probably you've got more experience than me, um, particularly with things like TikTok. So um, what's your experience of um, how to differentiate yourself as a consultant
0: on on social media? I think the the first point or the first challenge is that we tend to be all things to all people. So being able to narrow down our ideal client and then get super clear on what their challenges are is really the first step in what we do. The second is around social media. And we ask ourselves, well, how do we better communicate what we do? And what I've learned over the last sort of month or so is places like, for example, TikTok. TikTok is an interesting platform. I'm new to it, but what I've learned is that it actually encourages the user and the creator to be able to articulate what they do in 10 to 15 seconds. And it's a skill because it actually forces you to then think very succinctly about what's the opener, what, what's going to hook someone in, what's my key message, and what's, what are they going to do as the next step? So I feel like if, if there's over a billion people on TikTok as an example already, then in future we, we, we're going to need to be able to articulate very succinctly or at least understand what's my digestible or what's my snackable message and then how do I articulate it? So is it through a caption with some audio and a picture? Is it through me talking directly to a camera? Is it through an infographic? How do I do that? So I think that's the first thing, and when you look at and when when you look at LinkedIn as an example, there are you know the platform has some amazing ways to be able to do that. Now they're they're rolling out LinkedIn audio events, which means that you can run a a live stream essentially, but it's an audio event, and I'm keen to do that with you, Greg. So watch the space, uh, listeners and, and watchers. We'll do one of the next few weeks. So again, it's just getting you to think about. The old way of thinking, you know, a PowerPoint slide, a big long website, big long blogs isn't necessarily going to get cut through in this new digital economy. What's going to get cut through is your understanding and your ability to be able to communicate very succinctly about the value, who you serve, what you do. So it instantly resonates with your ideal target market.
1: Yeah. Well, that's, as yeah, you raised some interesting points there, Emma, I think. Now, being able to articulate our value proposition you know in a short space of time is becoming more and more important um, you know I, you know well we've spoken about the research that we've seen in terms of the way people um, you know buyers go through the buyer's journey and how much more um, they're using um, social media particularly and you know other internet sources but you know, social media is a growing trend. Um, where you know, if we're not seen on social media, we're we're not being seen. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> as consultants, you know, yeah, we haven't relied on the traditional sorts of marketing um, that uh, other product-based uh, uh, companies have been able to rely on. And typically, it hasn't really worked for us when we've gone down that journey. But I think. The the principles that apply are merging with being able to utilise social media in a non-salesy way, but being able to articulate our our message in a way that other companies have done traditionally, like in Mm 30-second radio commercials or 30-second TV ads. Um, Yeah. Companies have been able to distill their message down and create a difference in a very meaningful way um as consultants we haven't really relied on that methodology and it typically hasn't been a, a vehicle that um has been affordable for us, you know, in TV and radio yes. advertising. But now you know that world's coming to social media, which yes. is affordable, and many yes. people jumping on that bandwagon. And I think it really means that you know if we're not doing that um uh, and being seen on social media, then we're becoming more and more invisible and more and more commoditized and less and less attractive in a commercial sense.
0: Yes, yes. And and the the idea, I think re, re reframing our thinking around social media and what does it actually mean? Essentially you're 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 just thinking about where the audience lives. Mm. And for, so for a long time for me, I sort of just ignored ignored TikTok because I was just focused on LinkedIn. But when you think about it, it's actually if there's genuine, you know, B two B buyers on there, then we need to at least understand that that's where the trends are going. So if, if they're moving if they're moving there, then they've gone off Facebook or they've gone off Instagram or they've gone off uh, maybe you know YouTube, and now they're over here. So I think that thinking about where where do, what does our audience live, and therefore what sort of messages and what sort of content do we need to create to continue to be front of mind so yeah. I think one of the distinctions around that as well is so how do we you know how do we do that mm-hmm. and we can think of short form content as almost like its own mm-hmm. art firm is the first thing I wanted to to raise is is using models and models yeah. what we mean there is really it could be um, it could be shapes could be sequences it could be graphs uh, but essentially, if you're able to use models to be able to get your point across, um, it, it resonates because it's visual. And um, a client this week, we were talking about uplifting and, and really enhancing the value proposition. I guess their their power positioning, which happens next week. And the what they said was all this conversation that was happening around the, you know, the differentiator, what the pain points were, they then created this. A model that really just showed like a transformation pathway the very starting point to the end and the client got it for the first time in their business and of six years in business the client without mm-hmm. having to go through a deep deep dive power slide a powerpoint slide was able to then actually go well you know what i get where it is i get where we are and the light bulb moment was amazing so um what's so i know you, you use models greg but what's your experience with models
1: yeah, again, a great um, what's the word? You know, a way to really communicate effectively. You know, a picture's worth a thousand words. You know, we all know that saying, but that's really what a model can do for um, our communication. And uh, you know, as you were were talking, you know, I was sort of hearing, you know, my clients uh, and you know other people in the market. Hearing their voice ringing in my ears and saying, But Andy, you know, this is all too much work. I can't be everywhere. I can't be on LinkedIn. I can't be on Facebook. I can't be on TikTok. You know, it's just too much work to do all of those things. So, really, the answer is how do we simplify our message so that it can be seen everywhere? And so it's not so much work. And I think, you know, thinking in the traditional ways of how we get our message across in long form content, um, yeah, well, it seems like a, an overwhelming challenge to address social media and be in all the places our potential clients are. But if, if we can simplify that and distill our message down into really acceptable and, and short form content that you know gets the message across, then you know our problem is. half solved at least if not Mm. further than that so using models is a very effective way to be able to get our message across and as you say you know your client saw the model you know very quick explanation of what it meant I'm sure and and they get it Mm -hmm. and that's the key and I think when we look Mm. back at you know all of the successful consulting firms like you know, they all have models, you know, the Boston mm-hmm. Matrix, the McKinsey 7S model. You know, we can run through a whole list of models that we see from those guys um, that you know, are the framework for their success. So, yes. you know, one of my old mentors, Jim Rohn, said success leaves clues. You know, so it's a good idea to model their behaviour, if I can <laughs> put it yes. that way. and. Nice. Um, yeah, you know, look at how can we describe what we do, the value proposition, in the form mm. of a model, and mm. use that
0: to get our message across. Exactly, and quite often with just taking that model another step further, um, the way that I've seen it work well, and again, it's just through, through experimentation, is say so if you use a triangle, it's really about what what are the what 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 are the challenges? So you almost put the challenges mm-hmm. in red. But mm. then what, what's the solution or what do they want, say, mm-hmm. in green? Mm. And then if you're able to explain through storytelling, through the concepts around what you want to talk about, then, again, it's just getting people to kind of go through that transformation in their own minds. You're not actually saying, well, this is all the, this is all the stuff that you don't want to do. But you're actually just giving them the opportunity to link for themselves. Because to me, that's what it's all about when we talk about differentiation, when we talk about value proposition. If you're able to create a link or a path for the client to understand well you know what i've diagnosed that this is a challenge for me Mm. and we're talking about it before we jumped on the show but if you can if if you if your content initially can can talk about and address and 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 get your client to see that these are some challenges through their own through their own thinking then that's when you're going to start that transformation and that's where you're going to get that that Uptake of your services or inquiry over a period of time because you're you're coaching them. You're saying, you know what, this is a this is an issue for you, and this is where you are, and this is where are you on the journey, uh, Mister or Mrs. klein mm-hmm. What do you reckon? Is that is that kind of how you see it too?
1: Yeah, for sure. It's, it's important that yeah we you know we learn to reframe the way we describe what we do in you know, a way that actually gets the message across. Um one of the most common things I face with my clients is teaching them to decorporatize their language. I um, don't know whether you've come across this at all, but I, I think you know, as consultants, we tend to have you know, often come from a corporate background, so we get used to speaking in jargon, you know, use the, the three-letter acronyms and uh, all of that, which is, you know, In the workplace everyone understands but when we um are able to break out of that um languaging pattern uh, or or, put it the other way when we use that type of language with our clients they really don't get it you know our message doesn't connect because they don't often understand the jargon or, or you know don't get the acronyms but even the way we talk at that sort of corporate level doesn't resonate with with anyone. Um, so, you know, being able to simplify our language and bring it down to understandable words and, and frameworks, particularly, you know, with models, um, you know, which can be you know our framework of how we work, really helps make that whole message understandable in a way that, you know, in a language doesn't or trying to explain that now words. We often <laughs> really don't get the message
0: across. You got it. And the, the repeatable nature of a model or the repeatable nature of a of a theme or a framework. I love I love that. And I think that you can build one model and you can use it sort of almost at perpetuity, you know, it just continues to flow on. So yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I this has been great. I mean, is there anything else that you wanted to add, Greg, around differentiation, how to your point across a bit more succinctly. Yeah. Do you recommend we Well I think just to finish
1: off, we you know we and you mentioned it earlier on, but I'd like to dig in a little bit deeper as you know often as consultants we try to be all things to all people. And yeah. I think really you know when we have that approach, you know, we're wanting to maximize our opportunities in terms of the sort of work we can get and, and work we can do. But really you know our languaging in that sort of space is broad and generic and often, you know, we resort resort to um, platitudes in our language um, rather than being able to communicate with a level of intimacy that our clients need so that they understand our value. So that means we need to narrow our focus to our ideal clients and their situation and really often speak more about their problems than their, you know, than our services. Uh, and our solution, the frameworks or the models that we're talking about, really then is able to elevate um, our message so that they they are able to understand it because we're talking specifically to them, you know, as if they were sitting across the table from us uh, having a coffee together. You know, our message should be directed so that they feel like, wow, you're talking to me. And, um, you know, when we focus on who they are and what problem they face, it's much more engaging than when we just talk about our services, which are often not really relevant to them because
0: they don't understand why they need it. Yeah, because we, we don't, uh, people don't buy a consultant, they buy the outcome. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah no great point but great point Greg I think it's just again reframing our thinking about how do we talk about our services it's not simply oh what do you do oh yeah I'm a consultant for an HR you know advisory firm no 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 you -hmm. provide you know people trans you know you help organizations uh, transform their uh, productivity through you know workforce programs or something so spot Mm -hmm. on I think yeah the quicker we can get that the better the other things we talked about we're around, uh, mo- you know, models. We went a bit at length around how do we use those, how does it work, and also the the rise of platforms like TikTok. You really need to be able to get better at articulating what you do, how you do it, the value, what you do in in a, in a sort of short space of time. So, it's, I love this chat today. So, thank you so much, Greg. Um, if you have been, uh, if you've been enjoying our our conversations, please, if you could li- leave a rating for us on iTunes or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Greg, uh, where can we find you? Um, Obviously on LinkedIn. Um, you won't
1: find me on TikTok, but <laughs> LinkedIn is probably the most, uh, yeah, not yet. Um, so search for Greg Roworth on uh, LinkedIn. Otherwise, on my website at businessflightpath.com. And um, there we've got uh, plenty of uh, information and uh, useful um, tools and, and tips that you'll to be able to download for free awesome
0: i'm on linkedin andy marmont you can jump on our website concurve.com.au. we've got some models about um how we think about things there as well on uh, on youtube so thanks again for listening for watching uh and we will see you next time this has been the accepted authority